0: Class email, everybody. It's me, Jeff. And I'm the guy who is named Josh. I am the man who is named the man Jeff. I am the one. <laughs> this is M class email, which is, if you don't know. I, you wouldn't be listening because we don't get any new listeners to this show. It's all the same. Uh, <laughs> so we're gonna read your emails. And we're gonna react to them. It's fun time for everybody. It's it's like a mail room. I don't know what do they call mail call mail uh, call. Here's the mail it never fails it makes me want to wag my tail. Is that Blue's Clues? Yeah. I miss Blue's Clues. Do you know Blue's Clues has had three different guys on it now? I know, uh, first guy, Steve. And then there was brother of Steve. I don't know his name. Ston. <laughs> and then Ston from Amok Time. Yeah. And then there's a new person? Yeah. There's a dude who is, uh, like, they're all cousins, is the idea. Well, who the fuck is trading dogs back and forth like Pokemon cards? Yeah, like, you just give a dog to somebody? here, watch my dog. I'm going on a permanent vacation. Yeah, Steve went to college. I don't know what happened to the other guy. Steve came back and had that video and everyone was, like, cumming their pants. I did. And then boomers were like, I don't get it, as if, like, they didn't sit us down in front of fucking Mr. Rogers our whole lives, right? Like, fucking, it's the same thing, man. It's the same shit, yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna read this email. We solved that problem. (laughs) We solved that problem. <laughs> I'm going to read this email. It is from loot tent ant Phil E. Cheesesteaks of the USS Werewolf Mitzvah. Spooky, scary. <laughs> Boys becoming men. Men becoming, men becoming wolves. wolves. So good. It's entitled Up to About Email Episode 55 Slash Latent Image. That was so long ago. That was, like, fucking forever ago, dude. We're on episode 116 of this show now. That's over half. You're half over half behind. Why are you sending emails to us for episodes you're not going to listen to for another year? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Maybe he's doing, like, an experiment. Maybe he's Maybe. in a... Maybe he's traveling close to the speed of light. It's time slower for him. That's true. There you Uh, go. There's some science. It begins, Seasons beatings, Tronk, Boise, Idaho. (laughs) Okay. This is so far the best email we've ever had. General sex pervert and Voyager lover loot tent ant Phil E. Cheesesteaks here. (laughs) And I wanted to weigh in and just be part of the general funness. Nice. I just joined your Patreon, which makes me not a loser, unlike the other people who haven't joined your Patreon for just $1 a month at www.patreon.com slash podcast. Can we call them stons? <laughs> <laughs> we got Patreons and we got stons. Don't be a ston. God, that's the fate worse than death. You don't want to be. Look at look at his face. Put I a don't know. He gets to have it. sex with Tupring. Yeah, but... She has to have sex with Stomp. That's true. That's a fate worse than death. (laughs) That's horrible. Peer pressure worked on me. So if you're listening and you're not the host of the show and you're not paying the host of the show money, stop being a goddamn total loser and ask your mom, (laughs) mom, can I have $1 money for the Star Trek potato cast? It's (laughs) Boise certified. And then kick her in the shins because that's where the money comes out. That's good advice. Like how your mom is like an RPG character. (laughs) Here are two random disjointed thoughts that have come to my mind as I've been listening to the podcast and re-watching TNG lately. These are my favorite. The Shellyak, Season 3, Episode 2, Ensigns of Command, uh-huh. are super-duper cool, and I really want to see another episode where they get deeper into the complex contracts they developed with the Federation, because I'm a policy master, and that type of dry shit is hella interesting to me. That dry shit makes you wet. It might not satiate my intense ant-brain desire to loot tents, <laughs> but I'd still like to see the episode. I like the way he types. This is fun. Maybe in the next email, I'll P-O-T it. Yeah, hell yeah. Pitch it or titch it? Pitch it or tell us a story about it. (laughs) If that's still a thing, I don't know. I'm still listening to pre-pandemic episodes. Are you guys still even alive? Did (laughs) you get replaced by robot Jeff and Josh? Unconfirmed. That's just an expression. A robot expression. Don't say too much, Robot Jeff. I mean, regular Jeff. I'm just regular Jeff. Regular Jeff. I should really get my voice changed. This is not really selling it. (laughs) (laughs) I agree that Section 31 is bad, dumb, and evil, but I don't think it's an impossible organization. Oh, this is throwback. I don't... uh, I don't think I ever said it was an impossible organization. I just said it was dumb. (laughs) What really bothers me about 31 is Discovery's treatment of it as a legitimate institution. Yes. At the end of Discovery Season 2, one of the main characters joins 31 and says something to justify some sort of moral gray zone and need for 31's existence. That really bothers me because 31, to me, mirrors the CIA, and the original point of introducing 31 in Deep Space Nine was to say, CIA bad, they did all types of bad stuff, no more CIA, yeah. which 100% should have stayed the message. If you guys are cool with it, I'll expand on this in a different email devoted to that subject. Well, you I know, love it. You know me, I love hearing about Section 31. Send I it li- on. <laughs> but you like hearing about how it sucks. That's true. And I agree. I'm I, a big I, fan I, of that. I think he's absolutely right about this. Well, now i got to skip ahead to email 1 billion 95 and pretend it's still two years before the pandemic to hear your response. Can't wait for the next Rich Masters Picard episode. Gee, I sure, sure hope that real Picard will start crying. Live up Live to up it. It. Anyway, catch you next time, tra- Turk buoys. Turk babies. Uh, sign loot tent ant Phil E. Cheesesteaks of the USS Werewolf Bumitzfus. Spooky, Spooky scary. scary. I will. Let's let's make him feel more comfortable. Like, what are some pre-pandemic uh things we can say? Boy, do, Don, Donald Trump still is horrible. That's true. Do always. you remember when we used to stand on a street corner and sneeze into each other's mouths? Oh, you know what I? Did I mean, the other don't day? remember it. That's what we did. We're still doing it because it's pre-pandemic. Uh, I found a water fountain and I put my whole mouth over it. Yeah, what I love to do best is uh, just eat other people's like the food they leave on trays. I just eat it. Yeah, I like to just like go out and just stand in a crowd of people and just open my mouth and breathe <gasps> <laughs> like that. Uh, Hopefully that's good enough pre-pandemic for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's my turn. Yeah, you can read this, or you can uh, s- you can switch it with me whenever Why? whenever What's you want. What's this one? What do I have to do? Read uh, this. No accent directions. It says. Oh, okay. This is from Pizza Man. Pizza Man. Uh, titled Fresh Hot Email, Extra E, No Pickles. No pickles? Throw it out. Uh, ahoy, Trek boys. Whisper, I don't want to wake my cat. Trek boys. Trek boys. Trek boys. Uh, so y'all like them treks? I like, I think they're neato. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Anyhow, these past couple years I've been doing a lot of thinking about... Self-realization and love and all that stuff with feelings and all that. So I was inspired to make this collection with what I figured were some of the best episodes for the queer folks like myself. Well, it's a great idea. You did a great thing. You yeah, did It's a, a great, great collection. I'm a big fan. Yeah, it's great. Stigma and Amok Time are kind of on the edge of their of their statements, though Spock be <laughs> popping mad Kirk Bonner. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Poppin' mad Kirk boners. Uh, but it's the outcast and Rejoin that really hit home for me every time, so I look forward to hearing y'all speak about them. Yeah, those are, yes. Those, those are, are much more on topic, for sure. Okay, I'm gonna try to do the David S. accent. Ooh, I'm excited for this. Well, the suns be getting low on them their horizon, so I best be skedaddling home afore my kitty cat be jawing at me. <laughs> So I'll just leave this here question for your doorstep, if you'd like. <laughs> Is that good? That was fucking amazing. I'm a big fan of your David S. Holy shit. Am I still doing it? If you could wear any clothes <laughs> in your daily life without people judging you, what would it be? Uh, Skirts. Uh, for I, sure. I think, I think you can do that without people judging you too hard. I'd just be like, I feel like it's a kilt depending on where you are maybe where I'm at right now maybe not so much I mean I'm talking like like, skirt, anywhere, like anywhere like a skirt like a real skirt I if I could wear anything I want without people judging me and just wear it around a yeah. suit of armor Sure. that's a, That would be, like, cloaks and shit. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. F- I would fully be dressed in, like, a Lord of the Rings character every day. Like, gauntlets? Like, just have gauntlets on while yeah. you're driving? Fuck yeah. Really, like, the the most basic thing, and they don't really make them in, like, the size... Like, I wear size 13 shoes, so it's really difficult to find any type of shoes that fit Jeff's me right. Jeff's dick is huge, everybody. Uh, what I'm saying is size 12 is, like, the most common size, right? and then size sure. 14 has a ton uh because people with bigger feet like but 13 is like the forgotten fucking Josh uh, <laughs> i I was gonna say red-headed stepchild but uh <laughs> yeah I'm glad you didn't we would have had I'd have had to thrown pale white fists <laughs> Uh, yeah, like 13, they don't make a lot of shit in it. I guess because it's super unlucky. Yeah, you know why? Because fucking you'll not get 9-11 if you wear those. <laughs> what? Think about it. You know how, like, floors and buildings don't have 13? Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Makes sense You heard it here me.
0: first, folks. I am 9-11 proof. You're, you're, well, fuck, dude probably shouldn't say that. I mean, I definitely wear a size bigger than 14 because my dick is huge. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes as sense. long as you don't ask me what size shoe I wear, we're all good. They don't really make, like, high boots for dudes in those type of sizes. Like, the ones that go up, like, halfway up the calf. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Like, adventurer-ass boots. I want to wear that and a cloak. Yes. Like a Jedi. Yeah. Yeah, I want. I want want to dress like a medieval adventurer. Is what I want. Like that would be some armor and some fucking chainmail, and some high boots and gauntlets and shit. Man, I was thinking the other day, like how ahead of its time the scant was on TNG. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean. It still gets made fun of today for being like, su- for being well, like weird and out of place. Fa- Fashion-wise, well, it's not the greatest, right? No. Like but I mean, it gets it, the jokes aren't because f- it doesn't look good fashionably. No, it's, it's because, because guys, dudes guys. are wearing right, right. skirts on TV and it's right. funny. Which, like, I mean, who cares? <laughs> who gives a fuck? You know? I like the scant. Actually, I think it's a cool design. You can get it in the game. That's cool. I got this sick pirate getup with an overcoat I would probably rock every so often. <laughs> that's Pizza Man <laughs> saying that. Yeah, Pizza Man would say that. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. Do you have a hook? That's sweet. That's dope. Maybe a full ninja outfit? Yeah. <laughs> How would anyone see you? That's true. I dress like Ninja Gaiden. Like the full blue ninja outfit with like the the gauntlets and shit. A red headband. Do you have know a red headband? Um uh, maybe Or is that Foot? I think it's the Foot Clan. Sincere- I dress like the Foot Clan. Dude, well yeah, <laughs> with the with the weird bug eyes. Hell yeah. And every time I'd come into a room it'd go <Fourth> Da-na-na. <Da-na-na-na." laughs> Sincerely, triple dog, golden, double, super admiral pizza man. USS L G B T Q I A. P.S. Love you. Yes, you, the listener. How? Triple dog golden double super admiral. You know what that means? You're just that much more evil. That's true. You got admiral brain now. Uh-oh. <laughs> admiral sickness, dude. Nah, maybe once you get that high in the admiral, see, like, you've become enlightened. It's like the chart where, like, your brain, like, becomes lit up. At the I end know. Of I know that one. That, yeah, I know that one. <laughs> That's when you become triple-dog-golden-double-super-admiral. It's like the evolution chart, but at the end, you're an admiral in Starfleet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We got a cute little PS there. Did you read that already? I think Uh, you did. I did. They said they love everybody. Yes, you, the listener. Hell yeah. Uh pizza man, thank you so much for this dope email. Also thank you uh pizza man was the one uh they did the collection we're doing right now. The Hell LGBTQ yeah. I, the LGBTQ lection. <laughs> I read that last night and I laughed. It's uh, I will say <laughs> it was on purpose. I will say that it was originally they had called it the gay lection. Which I like too. <laughs> that's not bad. But I changed it to LGBTQ election, and they gave me the blessing that they were thinking of calling it that before. Uh, but they, the gay election, makes me think of a gay election. Though. Yeah, that's a, That's what I thought. It felt like a big gay election. Yeah, not a collection of stories about gay people. Spock be popping mad Kirk though. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be be popping. <laughs> Thank you for that email, Pizza Man. You are the best. I love you, Pizza Man. Oh, there's uh, another email here from Pizza Man. One email per episode. It says, sorry, one more thing. Trick with your boys. Trick with your boys. (laughs) I gotta put that in there now. Our next email is from, oh, God, the answer to the quiz is, like, below the fucking... I can see it. I can sort of see it. The answer to the quiz is above the name that they gave us, so I can't see it. No, 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 the name's at the top. Okay, yeah, it's Lieutenant Herdman, tactical officer night shift aboard the USS Alexandria. Got a lot of night shift tactical stuff to do. <laughs> Happy holidays, dearest Trek boys. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Uh, Simply having a wonderful wonderful Trek boy time. Trek with your boys. Hey guys, I hope you're having a good holiday. Jeff, please accept my belated well wishes about your COVID. Hopefully you don't have any long not TRGW COVID. Totally real giant wiener COVID. Josh, many blessings to you and your house. And your house. Thank you. In the spirit of the LGBTQ election, I fondly remember when I was watching DS9's Rejoined in the family room at my parents' house in my teenage years. Now I'm far too professional of a Starfleet officer to make a joke about the Q-rection the lady-on-lady kiss gave me. (laughs) Instead, clearly. Clearly. Instead, what I vividly remember is the look of outrage on my mom's face banging on the storm door from the patio after having suddenly happened upon Jadzia and another lady touching gums on the TV. Is that how they kiss on on uh I was gonna call it Tribble. On Tribble? <laughs> on on planet Tribble? On Trill? Is that how they kiss? The gum to gum? They, they just go eh, eh and like eh, clack like their br- teeth and gums together. Like braces. Ugh. Ugh. Exposure to good representatives of different backgrounds, orientations, etc. breeds tolerance and understanding, so I guess my mom needs to finish the episode. Yeah, I would say. Anyways, time for a masterful seg into some holiday riddles. Here we go. I am at times exquisitely hand-stitched and embossed animal hide, and other times smooth and plasticine. What am I? Uh... A football? (laughs) Hand-stitched and embossed animal hide. Uh... Plasticine? Plasticine. Armor? Maybe? Maybe? Uh, What is it? Answer... (laughs) Odo... uh, Odo be bagging like a grocer? (laughs) Wait, what? Is that the answer? That's not an answer! I am at times exquisitely hand stitched and embossed animal highs and at other times smooth and plasticine. It's Odo. It's Odo being a bag. Yeah, Odo be bagging like a grocer. <laughs> so he could be like uh like a Prada bag, but also be like yeah. a like a rucksack. Or he could also just be himself, because he's smooth and plasticine normally. Yeah, he is. Um good job, guys. Now here's a similarly low effort pun. Okay. Pronounced part of our bodies are rigid and plastic-like. We are infamous empire builders. Our hair is dark and has high sheen. O'Brien definitely hates us and wants to protect Molly from us. Who are we? That's definitely the dirty cardies. Card Cardassians. Dirty Cardies? Bloody Bloody Spoonheads? Nah. Nah. Kardashians. There you go. They're rigid and plastic-like. Infamous Empire Builders. Dark and high-sheen hair. O'Brien hates us and wants to protect Molly from us? Does she she go, like, in her teen years, does she go on a Kardashian (laughs) kick or something? Molly's a big fan of the Kardashians. (laughs) <laughs> Molly, when you were little you used to play with Toby the Targ now all you do is talk about whatever the fuck goes on in that show I've never even fucking watched it I, I have no either. idea I don't know Okay, time for a hard haha one Okay I house officers, torpedoes, and holodecks Think of Greeks three times What am I? Uh whew. Lambda, lambda, lambda <laughs>
1: I house officers, torpedoes, and holodecks.
0: that's ships. Think of hmm. Greeks three times. Ships. It's yeah, it's like decks, floor floors, tubes. Tubes. Hollow deck tube? Oh my uh, god. Try Tritanium. What? Tritanium. I I I'm stupid. I don't... Yeah. What? (laughs) I think tri is like a Greek prefix. Prefix, I mean. trireme. So tritanium, houses, officers, torpedoes, and holodecks. You think of Greeks three times. Try. Oh. Maybe it's it's tanium because of, like, herculaneum. Oh, my God. I am too stupid (laughs) for this. It is. I have COVID brain. Josh might have COVID, and I didn't sleep at all last night, so... I didn't even stay up to watch Boba Fett last night. Oh, shit, I forgot that was out. I know, I'm trying not to get anywhere near anything that says anything about it. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, I'll get out of the way for that sweet, Kessless, cote and Herakim action from Rich. See you next year! (laughs) <laughs> sent using my comm badge from the waste disposal unit on deck number two. Wow, those comm badges can do anything. That's a wide signal that shit has. <laughs> <laughs> uh, What's next email? Uh, from Fedco. Yeah. It says, I stepped. Okay. I stepped on a pack of animal crackers at Christmas. This looks like a poem. They belong to someone else who got upset. We all had packs of animal crackers, so I offered them mine. They were far away, and there were obstructions. I threw the cracker pack, and it hit the edge of the doorway between us. That's all I know. Crunch. Fedco. That's beautiful. <laughs> uh, thank you for the poem question, did, <laughs> did that win a Newbery Award? I stepped on a pack of animal crackers at Christmas. First of all, where did you get animal crackers from? Animal crackers in my soup. Yo, Monkeys guess and rabbits loop the loop. Guess what I got for Christmas? What's that? Dunkaroos, dude. Dunkaroos are back, baby. Dude, and not in pog form. Dude, everybody is like, millennials are forty. Let's exploit them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yup. So I ate one and they're not as good as I remember but these are vanilla and I never really liked the vanilla as much as the yeah. chocolate so When they first came out we got like a bunch of them and we started eating them and we were like these are all right Yeah they <laughs> they're just like okay I remember them being I remember them being something specific like they had a specific taste but yeah. as an adult it's definitely just cake frosting it's cake. Yeah, it's cake frosting, which the chocolate is much better of. And the crackers used to be different. They used to be, I think, kangaroo shaped. Yeah, I remember them being kangaroo shaped. And now they're just a circle with a D on it. For dick. I mean, dunkaroos. For dunk. Dunkaroo. Uh, our next email, <laughs> w- which involves no dunkaroos. Shit. It's from Squid Ludwig. Hmm. And it's entitled, Goals With You, Boys. (laughs) Shit, son, where'd you accomplish that? That's a very positive uh, trap. Uh, What are they called? Uh, Bumper? There it is. Yeah, bumper. (laughs) Happy new light year, Trek boys. Damn. I take this break from reading to send you this email. I'm one book away from meeting my goal of reading ten books this year. This number is down from the goal of twelve I easily overcame last year, what with the lockdown. But this year has been busy and awful, so I was kind to myself and set a more realistic goal. Yeah, why was this year so much worse? Uh, Because there was no lockdown. Oh, that's why, yeah. Here's hoping I meet this year's goal in time, but if not, I still enjoyed the challenge and read some books that were, well, pretty okay. Mm, Okay. The best book I read in 2021 was probably This Is How You Lose the Time War, By uh, Amal E. Motar and Max Gladstone. Mm -hmm. It's a short, sweet, fanciful, imaginative sci-fi adventure. There are better books I could recommend, like Tech War, but none so (laughs) quick and (laughs) quaint. He definitely said that. He definitely wrote Tech War. I see it right there. Tech War. What's the best thing you each read in 2021? Hmm. Okay. Well... I've been reading all the expanded Star Wars books. I don't. Some of them are bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> some of them are like, surprisingly good. I'd still say the Obi Wan books are my favorite one. It's really good. Hmm. I'm reading the the what is it? It's the high. It's the Old Republic uh, story for the game that they came out with, and it's like a what happens between the trailers, and it's okay. Uh, I think it's called Deceived. I think that's what it's called. That's I cool. I don't know. They're all right. I I kind of like listen to them and I fall asleep to them and shit. So, uh, you know, they're not that great. Uh, William Shatner's Tech War. Jeff, you love Tech War. <laughs> it's a masterpiece. I mean... Uh, I've never actually read it. Uh, the, the one book that I really read from beginning to end this year was... Um, NBA Jam the book. <laughs> that Yeah, you said that was great. I, I've talked about before. Let me make sure I give the author here. Um, NBA Jam... Oh my god. <laughs> Why is it hard to find information on fucking anything? Everything's hard now. Why is nothing easy? Everything's hard. Rayon Ali. Ray and Ali wrote NBA Jam the book, and it's it's not just about NBA Jam. It's about the rise and fall of Midway as a company, and how NBA Jam was like their stratospheric like yeah. high point, and how it kind of fell apart afterwards. It's extremely interesting. You either I, I die at NBA Jam or live long enough to become another bad game that they made. <laughs> That's what I always say uh, we we read which way books Star Trek. Journey to Adventure or whatever. Yeah, we did read those. Yeah. Um <laughs> I read uh I read part of Guards Guards, the mm-hmm. Discworld Terry Pratchett book. Yeah yeah. I haven't yeah. gotten too far into it yet though, unfortunately. But I mean everybody puts that on their recommended list, so I'm sure you've already read it. Yeah. He he I like how he gives like a uh quest there Trek Your Own Trek Venture routes here in his email. Oh my god, one of these is so dead on. I know, Uh, I read it. If you gave examples, cool, I'll add those to my ever-growing to-read list. If you guys floundered and said nothing, no worries, that means less books to add to my list. If Josh rambles about the High Republic, which he's read all of, I'll be honest, unless you name a standalone story from that, I'll probably not read, as I'm not looking to read the entire High Republic multimedia series. Here, just read the adult ones. It's uh, Read the Obi-Wan one. That's the one that he always reads. Read recommends. the Obi-Wan. Let me see what High Republic. Gotta spell it right. Uh, Frick. All right. This is hard to follow because there are tons of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <sighs> were there any goal or goals you set for yourself last year and did you achieve them that's too bad why not he no choices on this one. he knows <laughs> He knows. uh no i didn't set any the only art uh the only goals i set for myself were like to get better at art and i did that in leaps and fucking bounds over the last year so you can't get better on perfect jeff it's, true. it's I started, true. I started working out every day. Hell yeah! I didn't yesterday because I think I have COVID. That will get in the way of that. <laughs> but that. I'm like able to move, and I'm like I'm not like fucked up. You know, I don't, I can't. I don't know. I can't tell. It's uh, you need to get tested, which yeah. is near impossible right now. Yeah, we'll I got to I gotta go f- like pay a guy to get some bootleg ass test. Because it's like everyone and their mother has it, so. Jesus. Yeah. I guess the only goal I set for myself this uh, in 2021 was to um, become a better artist. And I definitely did that. But I may have, I think I remember setting a goal to become better at the business side of art, and I've definitely not done that at all. I'm terrible at it still to this day. Yeah. Business sucks. I'm just not a business man. I don't feel it in my bones. I feel no attraction towards it whatsoever. It's because it's a made-up thing. (laughs) It's completely made up. It doesn't mean anything. In 2022, I do have a goal that I'll probably not succeed at. Suck Josh's giant dick. No, too late. Damn. Damn. I'm already doing it right now. Just airing that out there, huh? Yep, everybody knows it. Fuck, man. Are they getting turned on, or are we going to get four stars for this? Four stars. I came. Four stars. Josh has two dicks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My big goal in 2022 is I want to be published. I want to get a published work out there, whether it's like a comic or a book cover or like an illustration in a published magazine. I, I want to be published. It's I've never been published before, and I want it very badly. I'll publish you. Thank you, Josh. What do you make that you could publish me in? Uh, it's a book, uh it's a coffee table book of people that have sucked my dick. <laughs> mm, four million pages. <laughs> it's really long. Just like your dick. <laughs> There's a, a centerfold of my di- of my two dicks. And that's why it's so long. Yeah, that's like fifty pages. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is this is the best episode of emails. It's a bad ever done. podcast. It's um <laughs> Dude, there's a shirt. M Classy M Class Podcast. This is a bad podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, something that really helped spur me towards my reading goal and fed me with books that I might not have read otherwise was being part of the book club on the M class Discord, which you listeners could be a part of as well if you give as little as one dollar a month at patreon.com slash m class podcast. Don't be a ston, be a Patreon. <laughs> Becoming a patron will get you all kinds of perks, including access to the M-Class Discord, a community of swell folks and activities like the book club and game streams, and watch parties of rad shit like the original Common Rider series, which has become a hilarious highlight of my week. This podcast and its online community has made this horrible year only slightly less horrible. <laughs> only slightly less? Wow. Thank you, Jeff and Josh, and thank you everyone on the M-Class Discord. Happy New Year. Happy. New Year, a wonderful New Year time. (laughs) Here's to another year of trekking with your boys. Trek with your boys. Signed, Squid Ludwig, signing off from the USS. Why did the Enterprise-E have a tiny library complete with stuffy librarian when they could just use the holodeck or the replicators or like a talking computer that knows everything? Where's the library? Um, I'm a little confused about how they fit that onto the ring of the ship. (laughs) Where the fuck is the library? What is he talking about? In the Enterprise E, there's a tiny library with a stuffy librarian in it. What? Yeah, go look at it. I feel like you're tricking me. Uh, I'm Fair a tricksy price. boy, but I don't rem- I don't remember that part either. But I believe Squid Ludwig. Oh, it's from. <laughs> okay, all yeah, right, all right. It's from- what's it from? The movie, right? It's from Insurrection, I think. Yeah. I, I believe Squid Ludwig. I would trust Squid Ludwig with my life. <laughs> it's kind of okay. There's computers. Maybe they're like real books. It's really yeah, small. It's, it's tiny. True. I, they do love real things because they don't get it too often. Yeah, they don't.
1: <laughs> Here's yeah. to
0: meeting the goals that we set for ourselves in 2022. Here's to the goals. I love you goals. What's, what's our next email, Josh? Oh, I'm trying to tweet and do this so I can't... Oh my god. Uh, next email is... You professional fuck. You professional fuck. Uh, two-bit writer, right? Yeah. Okay, that's from two-bit writer. <laughs> Forward. Hello, track boys. Uh, oh, he... <laughs> <laughs> he sent it to the wrong email address, which I have access to. I really need to actually change the password and start using it. But that's funny. E- M class email singular always has been. Yeah, the show is named M class email. It has been since uh, forever. Never actually been since episode like five or something. But no, forever. Shh, it's forever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Trek boys, first time, long time, not enough courage. Yada 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 like a Seinfeld episode. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> I've been meaning to write this email for a while, but could never think of a subject to talk about, but with encouragement from the great folks at the M-Class Discord, which you can join for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash Podcast. Okay. He, he Boy, I tell courage. you what, those folks over at that M-Class Discord sure seem like a bunch of swell folks. And I mean, you can buy their friendship for as little as a dollar a month. <laughs> patreon.com slash Podcast. <laughs> pretty good to (laughs) me. That's pretty cheap. (laughs) I'm a proud resident of Oklahoma. I'm so sorry. Proud resident. And Metroid Mike has been doing a great job representing our fine state. And I hope merely to ease his burden of representing the general weirdness that comes from here. Florida gets the most attention, but we Okies have a great deal to share. Okies. That's where the revenge of the wrath of the of the grapes starts. (laughs) Grape of the Revenge of the Wrath of the Grapes sounds yeah. like a, a way more action-packed film. It's, a, it's in the Star Wars prequel. The story I would like to tell is personal and embarrassing, so what better way to kick off my M-Class email career? <laughs> I love this crap. So, about eight years ago, my wife was in Boston for a work conference. She was flying back on a Sunday evening, and on that morning, I was at... Uh, the grocery store looking for stuff to eat with Dale <laughs> when I stumbled upon a My clearance dale. with Dale when I stumbled upon a clearance rack that was chock full of booberry cereal I read that as booberry cereal booberry that's a different cereal I think it's stuff to eat for the Dale what does that mean for for the day, I think he meant. Oh. I'm, I'm still going to assume you're with a guy named Dale. I'm visu- visualizing <laughs> Chippendale. Uh, it was two boxes for only $5, and I hatched a plan in my head. I didn't want my wife to find out <laughs> that I had bought such an unhealthy <laughs> cereal because we, both, we were both on a diet at the time, but I really wanted that cereal. It worked, but it worked on you. Uh, so I told myself that I could buy... Uh, two two boxes, and that would be all that I ate that day. <laughs> Great for your diet. That is not how it works. <laughs> I figured they were smallish boxes and I could have finished both before my wife got home. So I did. Did you take into account the milk you were drinking with these cereals? Oh my God. Because I, I know like a normal person would get kind of sick from that, but I'm just thinking about what would happen to me. That's like, A gallon of milk or more. Absolutely. Depending on how much milk you drink. I ate both boxes of cereal in a single day and quietly disposed of the evidence in my neighbor's trash dumpster. I was 30 years old while (laughs) doing this, by the way. (laughs) Welcomed my wife home and didn't think anything much of it, save for how torn up the roof of my mouth was. Because that is some rough-ass cereal. Oh, yeah. Booberry will obliterate your mouth. I do sog cereal, so I'm a a degenerate, I know. Oh, my God. A day or so later, I had a poo. (laughs) Before I flushed, I noticed that the water was a deep blue. (laughs) Oh, no. It looked like I had put a tiny bowl tablet in my toilet. This was strange because I hadn't put a tiny bowl tablet in my toilet (laughs) <laughs> That's when I discovered that the dye in blueberry cereal is either not digested by the human body, or that I simply ingested so much of it that my intestines just passed it on through. I don't know. What I do know is, for about three days afterward, I had blue poop. That's all I got. We'll write again soon. That sounds like a threat. <laughs> Sincerely, Commander Two Bit Writer, USS Okey Jalopy. <laughs> <laughs> One time, I ate so many peach rings that my pi- my piss smelled like peach rings. I've had that happen before, like that's weird. eating gummy bears. Yeah, like so many gummy bears that my pee started to smell like fruit flavors. Yeah, I don't know if that's healthy. I think it's not. No, it's pretty bad. I think that I've, means don't eat any more candy. I've never had blue poop, but uh, I did have when I was a kid. I ate so many of those little strawberry candies. Yeah. The little, like, uh, they're wrapped in a wrapper that's, co- like, colored like a strawberry. Yeah, they're delicious. I ate so many of those at my grandma's because she had a bunch of bags of them that I guess she just bought too many. Uh huh. And I ate, like, two full bags of them. And I had a that's stomach a ache. And when I pooped, it was bright red. Yeah, and I thought it was blood. blood. Oh, and I was God. freaking the fuck out. Uh, that's like when people eat beets. They eat too many beets, and their blood, their their poop is blood red, and it's like... Oh, yeah. People are like, oh, God, I have butt cancer, but it's just you eat a lot of beets. Yeah, I was so scared, because like I wasn't supposed to be eating the candy, and now the candy had torn my insides up, and yeah. I was pooping blood. But I realized, I was like, well, wait, maybe the candy dye did it, and every time I pooped for the next day or two, it was less red. So, it, it yeah. That's scary, though. I don't like that stuff. I was like, I'd, ki- I think I've, I think I'd killed myself. I thought it was over. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I don't, I don't like it. No, sir. That's been your poop cast. I love it. More poop cast. Our next email is from AJ. Okay. And it's entitled "The Worst Gig Ever." Not quite as long. Email alert. It's, it's, it's not quite as long. He's right. Hey, Jeff and Josh. Hello. Hey. <laughs> Greetings. <laughs> Today I've come to you with a tale of the worst gig I've ever played. I love it. This was for my university's jazz band, for which I played trombone. My cousin got a real William Riker. My cousin played trombone in jazz band. You guys are so cool. We've been called out to a play for a university's local Miss America pageant. Oh, yeah. We had to play transitions between segments, which meant that despite only having about 25 minutes worth of material on our set list, we had to be there for the the entirety of a a three-and-a-half-hour beauty pageant. If you're into that, that's cool, I guess, but pageants have some baggage that we won't go into at the moment. (laughs) That we (laughs) won't go into or that we will? that we'll get into in a moment. Ooh, oh. good catch. Oh, yeah. Ooh. We're going to we're going to get into this fucking drop-dead gorgeous ass baggage. Once we got to the local theater, uh, the local community theater and set up, we were informed that in the interest of making transitions as smooth as possible, we would be on stage the entire time. Oh good. With the mid-stage curtain drawn in front of us during times we weren't playing. <laughs> Why? We were told we weren't allowed to leave for any reason, despite having a door to the outside 10 feet behind us and that no one involved in the pageant was allowed to have a phone on stage. What? To make matters worse, the contestants' changing room was separated by only a curtain from the band, which was not always closed when someone walked through it. That meant the side of the stage int- uh, intro... That made this side of the stage into something like Medusa, with 15-plus people averting their gaze as if they were in danger of turning to stone. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this was also the year before Miss America finally dumped the swimsuit portion, which did nothing to make anyone more comfortable but, but adhesive to keep swimsuits in place is a thing, apparently. Oh yeah, they tape all that shit on there, man. That shit's, but- that shit's taped on there. By far the longest portion of this nightmare was the question portion. Okay. Every question was incredibly politically charged, which, since I went to school in Alabama, was a recipe for disaster. They have schools in Alabama? Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Keep in mind, contestants do not know questions beforehand, have 30 seconds to answer, and do not get time to think before that. Oh God. One question involved finding a solution to ISIS. Let's ask Miss America what she thinks about ISIS. <laughs> and another involved America's intervention in Vietnam. Vietnam? One young woman was asked her opinion on gay marriage in 2018, and while she voiced support, the audience's negative reaction was incredibly disheartening, especially considering the orientation of some of our band members. That sucks. Yikes. I don't know what is more insane, asking about gay marriage in 2018 or Vietnam. <laughs> yeah, really digging back in the well for questions on this are, one. Are we still figuring out what to do in Vietnam? Like, what's uh, what's there to talk about at this point? Uh, a swimsuit portion and a talent segment later, we were finally done. If I haven't summarized everything that's wrong with beauty pageants, I don't know what would. I apologize for the darkness concerning the question segment, but a lot of my bad venue stories have some shit like that. With that in mind, I do have plenty more. If you're interested in hearing them, please send word via subspace Raven. (laughs) I would also love to hear from Josh about his experiences performing. I remember him talking a long time ago about getting addicted to performing, and that's definitely a thing I experienced, bad shows and all. Thanks, AJ. Uh, yeah, I would rather do, like, anything else than watch or be at a beauty pageant. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, beauty pageants are, like, so bizarre, right? Like, I don't need to, like, go to an event to see attractive women, They just exist everywhere, but also the internet (laughs) exists. And and also, like, the event seems to be, like, it has all this, like, sort of flash and fanfare to it that's that's basically meant to distract you from the fact that it's, like, an open meat market where women are going to be judged like grades of beef. Definitely that, and I, I... What's the point? Like, what is the point? Of it. <laughs> to see who's the prettiest. The prettiest and, and who thinks the most hard about America's intervention in Vietnam. It's to see who's the prettiest and who can get us out of this quagmire over in Vietnam. Do you think Nixon should be impeached? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that might be rushing it a little. Let's see what he has to say first. Yeah, uh... Dude. Uh, I just started my thing. Stop playing. Okay, sorry, uh... Yeah, I was addicted. I used to puke in front of, before shows, too. But then I stopped, and then I would do it again. It was weird. Everything was weird. It's From, crap. like, nerves? Yeah, like, I mean, years later, I would know that that was because I have, like, anxiety disorder. <laughs> yeah, it might have something to do with it. But it would come come and go. And I-, I never was, like, so nervous I couldn't do it. And I wasn't even really nervous. It's just, just a thing I would do. I don't know. It was strange. I didn't really have any, like, bad memories, though. Maybe, uh, one time we stole a bunch of money from, like, a guy that I think was, like, in the mob. Mmm. <laughs> I don't know if you should be admitting that on this podcast. He was a slum, slum fucking venue guy up in uh, a city that's close to where I live. I'm not gonna say where. Uh, and he was a real fuckhead. Smelly Delphia? It wasn't Smelly Delphia. <laughs> Uh, so we had a bunch of tickets right and like we were supposed to sell these tickets and like the idea was like you don't have to sell them whatever I think it was like a battle of bands or something and he was a piece of shit so we went outside and we just gave the tickets out for free and we didn't play we left fuck yeah fuck him Well, he didn't do anything to get back at you, so I think you're safe. No, my legs point. didn't That was like broke. 40 years ago. That, so. I think he's dead, because he looked dead then, and this, this was, like you said, 40 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, caught, I caught that. He was playing with the Beatles, I think, was in the Battle of the Bands. <laughs> yeah, be, there's some band called the Rolling Stones? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder whatever happened to them. <laughs> they weren't that good, so I don't know. <laughs> Josh had just got done at a battle of the bands a couple a little bit earlier, where he was up against Chuck Berry. <laughs> I mean, nobody really liked it, but their kids are gonna love it. <laughs> uh, I, I I never have been musically gifted in any way. Like I've I've got a um a bass that has broken strings on it, and that I was trying to learn very passively. I don't like this metaphor of broken string bass We gotta fix your bass We do The metaphor of my broken career as a musician It's just over It's You should learn how to do it It's so easy, really You can do it It's not hard I felt stupid Because I was like, well, I'll teach myself or whatever No, I don't there mean playing, t- I mean fixing it But, pl- uh, but yeah, playing is like is There's there's like a I felt really stupid because I was like, you know, I'll teach myself There are tutorials online, I'll just follow them And then every tutorial that I followed is like, okay, so now you can play the scales already and you know everything about where to put your fingers, what, uh, you know, every sound the bass can make. Now let's make music. I'll tell you one thing about guitar and bass that you should always remember is play it however you want. (laughs) Don't like, I gotta know how to play it though. (laughs) But like, if it feels more comfortable, like not to use your pinky, don't fucking use your pinky. You know what I mean? Like you yeah, don't I'm y- not worried about that. Like I'm not worried about like living up to some form or something yeah, somebody else fuck, has. Fuck that shit. Fuck all that I shit. I just want to know where to put my fingers. It I'll tell you another thing. Like I had to learn that for girls. Now I want to learn that for the bass. <laughs> well, okay, let's go with that metaphor. Just like with the girls, eventually you just you fig finger it out. You just okay. it clicks. All right. It clicks in your brain and you <laughs> finger it out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I need to get my base fixed. Um, This is the best podcast we've ever done. This is probably bad, I think. I think this is uh, gonna get us a three-star review. M-Class Podcast. This podcast is bad. This is a bad podcast, (laughs) actually. That's the shirt. That's what it is. Don't watch this one. (laughs) Don't listen to this one. Uh, What's that next email, Josh? Oh, am I reading it? Yeah, it's your turn. Is it, uh, Yeah. When Vulcans pawn fart, it smells like plumeek soup. I mean, <laughs> let's just stop the show now. Nothing will be better than that. <laughs> it's been a bad one anyway, yeah. so it's fine. Uh, this one's from Curicle. <laughs> uh, Trek Boys. Trek Boys. Congratulations to Pizza Man, a pizza emoji and a little guy emoji, for the awesome collection suggestion. It's a dope-ass collection. Mm-hmm. A Muck Time was the first episode of TOS I ever watched. I saw it on a tiny black and white TV at my grandparents' house. After that, I finally understood why my father would always hum-slash-sing the iconic theme whenever he saw two people awkwardly fighting in shows and <laughs> movies. <laughs> I got a kick out of it when it was used in The Cable Guy. I forgot about that. And it continues to be one of my, uh, one of the hackneyed Trek jokes that I appreciate. I, that is one of the overused jokes that I do like. It's still funny. Speaking of first episodes, my son and I are still working through season one of TNG and loving it. A few weeks ago, we spent a night in a hotel on a mini trip to get him and his sister vaccinated. Awesome. Great choice. In the other room, my son flipped on the TV uh, to get his first taste of cable in a long time and immediately found. The Trouble with Triples episode of Deep Space Nine. Hell yeah! <laughs> he probably was confused. Yeah, the next part it was what made me laugh. We haven't watched TOS or DS9 yet, so this was his first exposure to both, and it couldn't have been a better one. Talk about confused as a kid! Like, what? What? This is Star Trek. What is this? Yeah, <laughs> it, It's it's a it's a strange first one to to kick off on. Uh, Watch out for the New Year's Babelum and keep hiding from Poppy's Winter Man. I don't like that. Winter Man's a little little frightening. I don't even know what that is and it's scary. Is he like Naked Man around here? There's Naked Man? Yeah, so um, a couple years ago I was house-sitting in the middle of nowhere and uh, Zane came over to keep my, my dumbass company and I was really high and drunk and it was summer so i was outside and i was like man i keep getting afraid that there's a naked man gonna just walk through this yard (laughs) because it would be so like scary like what would i do and then like two years later they caught a guy naked manning around people's yards oh no so naked man is real that's the scariest shit i ever heard he's a real guy You know who else is real? Mothman. Mothman is definitely... Idrid Cold, right? Yeah. Indrid Cold. Indrid Cold. What a great name. It sounds like a Star Wars name. It does. Less than three months, and it'll be the time of the Spring Boy. (laughs) Spring Boy. I don't know. Okay. Wishing the best for you all, Curicle. Thank you, Curicle. I'm gonna put Curicle on blast. Okay, here we go. Curicle broke their, uh, like... They hated Twitter. They were never going to get Twitter. Sorry if I'm using the wrong pronouns. I don't remember the pronouns. I'm using they to be safe here. Uh, they hated Twitter and said they'd never use it. And then they got it, followed us, and sent us a thing that was like, you guys guilted me into getting Twitter. I hope you're happy. Hell yeah. <laughs> Dude, Twitter sucks, but it also is funny. It's- yeah, Twitter can be terrible or great. Those are the two options. It's more terrible than well, great. terrible or terrible or good. Let's put yeah. It that no, way. I wouldn't go so far as to say it's great. It's uh, it's waiting through a cesspool to get to the good nuggets, which is pretty much the internet, honestly. Yeah, the internet was much better like ten years ago. <laughs> mm. But I'm I'm thinking about like at least you're much less likely waiting through the muck to see like a tub girl or. <laughs> A Goatsy while you're trying to find <laughs> a nice a, Star Trek photo. What's <laughs> up, girl? <sighs> Oy. Oy. Thank, thanks for that nice email, Curicle. Wishing all the best for you. Damn. It's so mean. So loud. Um, I think you're going to end up reading the Rich Masters one because I'm going to have to read the David S. All right, I'll read Rich Masters. It's not a story, so I'll, I'll try to read it in my best Rich Masters voice. Oh, no. This email is from Rich Richard Masters. Oh, God. He sounds like he's an orphan about to ask for more. Please, sir, may I have some more email? <laughs> Richard Masters says, boys, oh, all right. <laughs> How... <laughs> How were your respective Christmases? It's getting a little Australian. That was a little Australian. (laughs) Get anything good? (laughs) Um, no. I got Dunkaroos. (laughs) I got a weighted blanket, which fucking rules. Oh, yeah, that's a great gift. I got fucking COVID. That's a bad gift. Uh, I got a, a plant pot that's shaped like a woman's butt and vagina. Uh... What else did I get? A cat, right. a cat tree. <laughs> I got, I got a uh, plaid shirt. That's pretty sweet. Better than it's COVID. Pretty nice. It's a nice shirt. Plaid shirts rule, man. Uh, I think that's it. <sighs> Is there any episodes of Star Trek that reminds you specifically, or in some sort of tangential way, to Christmas? <laughs> the uh, oh man. What? The next line. I think he forgot something. <laughs> did I? No, oh, he did, did in the next line. Okay, that episode where Odo and Quark is the first one that springs to mind. <laughs> but I think that's simply because it got snow in it. That episode where Odo and Quark <laughs> is the first one. That oh, I know which line. one he's talking about. Uh, it's the one they get. They're they're on they the have mountain. to climb that mountain. Yeah, they're on the mountain. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, I don't know, man. It's, my Christmas spirit has been obliterated. Yeah, I don't, like it's gone. I don't have any anymore. I hate nothing it. feels like Christmas to me anymore. Like I can sit and watch straight up watch Rudolph and feel no Christmas spirit. I could Ru- I could watch Rudolph butt Frosty, and it won't feel like Christmas. It'd feel like a boner, but that's about it. It'd feel like my pants were getting tight, but there was there was somebody in the Discord who was talking about christmas the last time i was in there and i, I mentioned that I, like I my christmas spirit is dead and i don't look forward to christmas at all and they were like oh my god that made me so sad well it's so true I apologize to anybody who's feeling that right now no i'm with <laughs> you man this year i was totally like phoning it i was phoning it hard look, I, I have no christmas spirit i am the grin i am the grink do you have an, uh, a a rotten egg rocket launcher i wish do you have a jetpack this is all stuff from that game, isn't it? Yeah, fuck. That's the only thing I know about the Grinch is the game. The um, I've called him the Grink for a while because there's there's that like text post. It's like your friends will like find one thing and fucking make fun of you for it forever. Like one time, your auto yes. corrects the Grinch to the Grink. And then 10 years later, you're like, holy fuck, my plane is going down. And they're like, oh, yeah, is the Grink there? Yep. Dude, uh, <laughs> Zane and Sean and I have a text thread where whenever somebody makes a typo, we say Titsy, because I think somebody once was trying to spell Tipsy, and they spelled it titsy. Titsy. So now it's like forever. It doesn't even matter like what it is. It's just Titsy. Dude. So I, I just fucking call him the Grink. <laughs> the the I'm the grink in my heart. Like, I, I don't like those fucking Whoville Who's every fucking party down there. I fucking agree. Uh, alright. Anyway, that's it. <laughs> I'll admit this is a pretty weak sauce so email. something. <laughs> uh, story idea Christmas loving Jadzia realizes that one of her former hosts hates Christmas. And has to find a way to somehow incorporate her dual hatred slash loving of the holidays, so just like the rest of us, am I right? <laughs> nah, you wrong. <laughs> I have a one. I have one hatred for the holidays. That is, dude. I love Halloween. Yeah, like I fucking love. Like I want to live in the Adams family house all year long. The older you I get, the Halloween. better Halloween gets, and the worse Christmas gets. I agree wholeheartedly. Like, I, I can't... I dread Christmas coming up. Yeah, it's horrible. It's fucking horrible. It has a lot to do with the fact that I have to drive, like, seven hours to visit people I don't want to visit yeah. now. Yeah, but that has a lot to do with it. Happy New uh, Year to you and yours, <laughs> Rich Richard Masters Visiting Dignitary on the Romulan Ship Inevitable Betrayal. And then we have some options here. Yes and yes. I picked yes and yes. Sounds good to me. I'm sending it. Yes and yes. Yes and yes. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I love the autofill options that Google gives great. you. Great. Uh, sorry for that terrible accent, Rich. It's insulting. It's rough. <laughs> I didn't mean to be that bad at everything. He's a Victorian orphan. This rich man. <laughs> he is. needs. He needs more soup. More meat soup. Our uh, our last... Oh my god, this is so short. You could have read this. Easy. Um, oh yeah, look at it. Our last email is from David S. And it's titled, We've Gone Pon Far. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> well, bear my chest, put some panties on my face, ring-a-ding-a-ling me some fuck Mary kill bells, and call me a Vulcan, if it ain't the trick boys. <laughs> fuck Mary kill bells, dude. I, we didn't even talk about the fucking jingle bells in that episode. Oh Yeah. It's full on jingle bells. It's, they have like abacuses with jingle dude, bells attached to I, I was like, stop ringing the bell. I was getting pissed. <laughs> Boys, do you think after Voyager got back and the rest of the galactic Vulcan population learned about fucking holograms that the totally round giant wedding mountain is used anymore? <laughs> Holy fuck man <laughs> t r g w mountain, oh my God, uh, what do you think? do you think they use that mountain anymore now that you can just have sex with holograms yeah they they probably do I mean, they probably use it for other shit, like they probably use it for marriage ceremonies, yeah, you probably rent it out like you do like a mansion now, right, yeah, it's like the farm the like farm wedding location, yeah, you yeah. rent it out, yeah, uh, also fuck Mary keel to pal that hot Spock guy, Spronk, or whatever, <laughs> and that logical-ass Vulcan lady whose Spock was gonna bone. Love y'all, David S. Uh, logical-ass Vulcan lady that Spock was gonna bone is, uh, Fuck. Yeah, I'm not trying to marry that and have her cheat on me. Yeah, some she's crooked brow motherfucker. Yeah, she. You're gonna want to be the cheat, the cheat e, not the the or the cheater, not the cheat e in that one, right? Like, yeah. like I'll have I'll have sex with her. Yeah. any day. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm not married in this situation. Crystal, right. stop typing your comment. Right, right. I, all <laughs> things, stop, twi- yeah. stop texting me. I know many, what you're gonna say. Well, nobody's married in this fantasy space scenario. <laughs> Uh, uh, I married t- T'Pau especially the younger Pow. oh yeah yeah she was hot yeah, and I'd kill Stahn <laughs> yeah I'd kill Spronk don't be a Stahn <laughs> don't be a Stahn be a Patreon <laughs> Um, I love Spronk a lot I'm definitely gonna steal that I, for a Vulcan character I wish, eventually I wish Spronk was real Spronk is real in all of our hearts Spronk is in our hearts <laughs> <laughs> spronk lift us up where we, we belong <laughs> <laughs> uh. um, yeah don't be don't be a ston be a patreon that's what I'm saying That was head on over to patreon.com podcast. yeah bud it's funny for you to give us money <laughs> don't you get it <laughs> it's a great joke and we'll love it and we'll think you're funny <laughs> patreon.com slash mclass podcast where for as little as a dollar you get access to this show uh well no that's five anyway you get Patreon. you get the fucking discord full of the dope folks you get wallpapers you get behind the scenes posts. you get the vote on what collections we're going to be doing next you get all types of rights and citizenships it's all kinds of all kinds of stuff and uh, at higher levels, you get access to new podcasts like Jeff and Josh Shoot the Shit, M Classic Cetro, where we do a Trek Your Own Trek Venture. Uh, you get access to uh, some dope ass commentary tracks, Jeff and Josh Shoot the Shit, uh, or uh, talk over movies. I mean, yeah, it's all good. It's all it's good and it's fun. It's all good. Everything we do is gold and amazing. Yeah, this, don't. This episode is not the standard to be thinking the rest of our show is. Don't, don't no, think that. this episode is way better than the shows oh, that we no. put up. <laughs> well, there goes another $25 on the Patreon. Until, on. until they find out I have COVID, maybe. Don't tell them. Don't <laughs> tell them that. <laughs> oh, fuck. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in and listening. A special big thank you to our patrons. And I forgot to thank Vitizen last episode. I just realized that. Oh, fuck. So, well, now he's going <laughs> to take his songs away. A week late, late thank you to Vitizen for the use of his track Outer Space Race for the theme song of our other podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you. And uh, we'll be back in one week with more Goody Goody M Class. Bye-bye. Bye, babies. <laughs> It's been a long week since the last email It's been a long time since that last rich master's tale
1: Pitch it or ditch it from Boston John.
0: I need to catch my fix Of Jeff's table reads in a silly voice and Josh talking about dicks oh, On M-class, M-Class email I, I swear there's never right S- in M-Class, M-class email, email. It's, it's always been singular. singular That's, That's M-class, M-Class email don't, don't you settle for nothing less than it's back, back. Without with a veil. It's embarrassed. It's This.